George MacDonald. Chapter Twenty Three, Curdie and His Mother. Curdie went up the mountain, neither whistling nor singing, for he was vexed with Irene for taking him in, as he called it, and he was vexed with himself for having spoken to her so angrily. His mother gave a cry of joy when she saw him, and at once set about getting him something to eat, asking him questions all the time, which he did not answer so cheerfully as usual. When his meal was ready, she left him to eat it, and hurried to the mine to let his father know he was safe. When she came back, she found him fast asleep upon her bed. Nor did he wake until his father came home in the evening. Now, Curdie, his mother said as they sat at supper, "Tell us the whole story from beginning to end, just as it all happened." Curdie obeyed and told everything to the point where they came out upon the lawn in the garden of the king's house. And what happened after that? Asked his mother, "You haven't told us all. You ought to be very happy at having got away from those demons, and instead of that, I never saw you so gloomy. There must be something more. Besides, you do not speak of that lovely child as I should like to hear you. She saved your life at the risk of her own, and yet somehow you don't seem to think much of it." She talked such nonsense," answered Curdie, "and told me a pack of things that weren't a bit true, and I can't get over it." What were they? Asked his father. Your mother may be able to throw some light upon them. Then Curdie made a clean breast of it, and told them everything. They all sat in silence for some time, pondering the strange tale. At last, Curdie's mother spoke. "You confess, my boy," she said, "there is something about the whole affair you do not understand." "Yes, of course, mother," he answered. I cannot understand how a child, knowing nothing about the mountain, or even that I was shut up in it, should come all that way alone, straight to where I was, and then, after getting me out of the hole, led me out of the mountain too, where I should not have known a step of the way if it had been as light as in the open air. Then you have no right to say what she told you was not true. She did take you out, and she must have had something to guide her. Why not a thread as well as a rope, or anything else? There is something you cannot explain, and her explanation may be the right one. It's no explanation at all, mother, and I can't believe it. That may be only because you do not understand it. If you did, you would probably find it was an explanation, and believe it thoroughly. I don't blame you for not being able to believe it, but I do blame you for fancying such a child would try to deceive you. Why should she?